guys. It's Chip. It's good. And today and we're talking about the new animation movies that have been out for a while. My voice is also being a bit of a mad one. I have no so idea what's going on with We it. have no idea what's going on, so. Um, yes, so <clears throat> specifically for the animation movies we're talking about, can you guess? <laughs> Encanto and Turning Red. My two new full stop. Full stop. My two new favorite movies. Amazing. We've already seen. Out. We've seen both of them. What like twice? Yeah, literally, yeah. you see both of them twice, and yeah. I am ready to. <laughs> I'm ready so, to watch them. Again. <laughs> in preparation, what we did was we each took one movie and kind of just researched anything and everything. So, um, in the sense of like how people are talking about it yeah. and what there is to say about it, a lot. and just the movie itself, like things we noticed, yeah, and the topics they like address in the films, or yeah, and just I mean, they're both children films, so even yeah. just that aspect, you can just the silly things that you find are funny, exactly. Much Do you want to flip a coin for it? Uh, like, who like goes, who goes first? first? No, <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, oh, shall we just use a Siri? Yeah, all right, oh, sponsored by Apple. Uh, I would never take an apple sponsor. Flip a coin. Wait, choose. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. We never. We always sorry, do this. Sorry. Okay. Um. Uh, tails and Gunther heads turning red. Yeah. <clears throat> Flip a coin. It. it usually says it is heads turning red. Turning red. So me, so Chippy, Leah, your section. All right. I went on the literally the wrong place. So um, I've got like some comments. I've got like some things I want to talk about, um, and I've got um, reviews as well. Like two reviews that um, stuck out to me. They're like opposing views. Mm-hmm. Oh, where do we start? Do you want to start with what Turning Red is for anyone that hasn't watched it? Oh, perfect. Um, so Turning Red, beautiful film. It's Pixar. It's I think. Pixar. Um, it's a Pixar film. It came out the other day. Um, it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it. I don't know where else you can find it, so it's on Disney Plus. Um, so it's about um this Chinese Canadian girl, who, um, whose family has the ability. The women in the family, by the way, whose women in the family have the ability to turn into pa- pandas, red pandas, during the puberty stage. Yeah, it basically happens during the puberty stage, and they've had this ability so that they will be protected basically like the women can protect their family and stuff and it's passed down uh through generations and um if you don't have control of your red panda um like you will turn into the red panda like whenever you get like emotional like feel a very heavy emotion like of sadness or happiness you will just turn into a red panda if you don't have any control of it and if you don't want the power you can seal the red panda i mean this is spoiling it, but you can you can seal the red panda so you don't have the power, basically. Yeah. Um, and she has these four friends, and she goes to school. She just, I think she was thirteen in the film. I think so. she's just a girl going to school. She's just a girl, you know. She there's a boy band called Four Town. She they the which we will get into. <laughs> They're amazing. Friends, I'm a Four Towny. I'm a Four Towny for sure. Her friends, uh, like Four Town, is basically a coming of age story with yeah. a little bit of yeah. I'm a Red Panda in it, basically. The Four Town gave me very much that So Raven, the boys, boys in motion vibes. Yeah. Oh my god! Boys. We are the, the boys, boys in, in motion. motion. We give you out the motion. Did it not? That did you say it? I mean, the same fucking energy. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I, it's maybe it's just like writers of like shows and movies they just like Maybe. have this all idea of one sort of boy band <laughs> and 
it just comes together. But um, the thing that stuck out, I guess, with this film is that... Because, you know, these days, um, a lot of diversity... We're getting diversity. Yeah, we're I was getting the touch diversity. on that before you got really into Turning Red. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of wanted to say how, like, there has been a lot of more um, ethnic... Uh, just even just animations, because growing up, like, what we had, Toy Story, we had, like, I don't know, George of the Jungle, and they were all white, mm. you know what I mean? So, like, people have gotten, like, Moana, and now Turning Red, and then Encanto, yeah, and then, they're like... picking it up. Um, although it has been um, a lot of in, like, um, European, because there's, like, Encanto, there's Luca, there's Vivo, you know, there's a lot of... Um, um, I mean, don't get me Latina. started. I was gonna say, you know, what she's saying, exactly what she's saying. Yeah, we're getting the diversity, but I'm just saying, where's the black people? Yeah, I'm waiting for my for my black animation, and I want them to be actual humans for the whole movie. But that's not that's not much happen over day. Yeah, because I remember seeing like a like a percentage of Princess and the Frog of the percentage she was a human in the movie and percentage she was a frog. Yeah. Right? So I saw that as well. Yeah. And then I started seeing it everywhere. Like, yeah, you just movie, notice it. There's a black person. They're not actually a person. I saw Soul. The remember we watched Soul. I saw someone on Twitter say, oh, it was another black film where the character's not, like, only the per- human yeah. um, for a certain amount of the film, which yeah. is true. But you know what? When when you're black, you have to you get like, you get scraps. The movies itself, like they're fine. But why do they always have to be a black person? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just. But I'm waiting for my more black films. But for now, we will enjoy our little um, ethnics that we are getting. The other ethnic people, yeah. you know, we got yeah. our what was Mo- Mo- Moana is Polynesian, and then we've got a lot of the like. Latino oh, and there was the Wish Dragon that uh, Jackie Chan. <gasps> Wish Dragon, that was good. See that, and then we got that was Asian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's all coming in. So basically, I also like how there's new movies coming out and not just um the remakes of old movies. I know, don't even get started. Because like for a while it was a bit dry in the air, but yeah. now there's more animations coming out. Because I feel like kids they need to grow up with animation, bro. Yeah. You know they can't be watching Cinderella marry the same guy four times. I like, mean, th- this that's exactly what like both. I feel like both of us were just gonna mention for turning red and encanto um that um encanto yeah encanto that they were they're good for like just the kids to watch i mean they are kids films mm-hmm. but like you know they give good messages you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but so these are films in, they're more in wholesome the, comparison sorry cut you off comparison to like other disney movies where it's always like oh the princess and the prince and like everything's happy like sometimes it's not a happy ending do you know what i mean but the Sorry. films we are watching are happy endings. Yeah, but, like, it's not the way you would want it to go. Like, they end up going to the concert, but, like, it was shit. <laughs> the concert? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay, anyways, go sure. on. Sure. <laughs> Start. Um, so that's the plot of the movie. What's the point? What is Sorry. That's the p- plot of the movie, and, um... Uh, yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, that's, that's the plot of the movie. Turning yeah. red. And it's good. It's ba- and I I like to mention that the um the red panda, the fact that she can turn into a red panda. I like it, that red associated with all the emotions. I mean, no, the no, no. I was me coming out, sorry. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was... Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it. Oh. <laughs> no, because it happen- it's happening during her puberty. And, like, do you remember the scene where the mum thinks it's her period like she starts mm-hmm. turning to red panda and, and her mom goes oh is it time and obviously she goes yes and obviously the kid doesn't realize that 
she, she's, she's correlated about, to period. Yeah. yeah. So it's she's like, like the shower curtains in between. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, oh, is it time? She's like, oh my god, I got my period. Like, yeah. So the mum's running around like, yes, I got my her. She got her period. I I just like the red a pan the red panda is kind of an, an association to puberty. Mm-hmm. Like it can show. That's what I was kind of getting across emotion wise. Because it's like red panda, you know? Because when you're going through puberty, you are kind of going through more of the more, like, sadder emotions, you know? You you feel insecure. You're actually in a place where you're conscious and look at other people. When you're a kid, you don't give a fuck about you wearing. You walk out the house, you play with dirt. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's the first time of you being conscious of everything. And, like, that's where the redness comes in because you're kind of having those bad feelings now like you've just grown up and like yeah you throw a tantrum here and there if you don't get your mcdonald's or something but at the end of the day you're gonna go to bed fine but when you're a teenager it's like your whole life flips around literally and i'm not gonna lie i feel like i don't know i just feel like people don't here i go again like people don't talk about things but like people don't i mean i think many adults adults don't like why do they act like they want teenagers themselves sometimes and they don't understand exactly how it felt yeah. to be a teenager. Yeah. Like, when you... Like, you know the stereotype, oh, you don't understand me, mum. But realistically, I mean, obviously there's circumstances and, like, sometimes how the parents is acting is because they were a teenager and they know mm-hmm. why their mum was doing something or whatever. But mm-hmm. why why, why do we have that, like... Why is there that disconnect with adults and teenagers? Because, like, you know how hard it was to be a teenager once. Yeah. Why are you acting as if you didn't also, like struggle in school and but i think also at the same at the same time also like when um say a parent is helping out their child or trying to understand where they're coming from because they know that they've been in themselves at the same time that child going through puberty is not going to be the same as the parent going through puberty yeah so that child is still going to be like you don't understand me yeah yeah, like you think that like it's different from when you were like the way we say to our parents is different from when they was yeah that's true you know so like when we have kids it's gonna be different to when we are their age Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but so i think it's just more of like a thing that's always gonna happen because puberty is those times yeah i'm i'm with you you're with me that's a good point that's a good point you're Basically, what I really specifically wanted to talk about this movie that I really appreciate it did was, um, like, specifically the diversity in the movie. Like, yeah, it's about a Chinese... When I say Chinese, I mean, obviously, her ethnicity is Chinese, but she lives in Canada. So, like, obviously, it's about a Chinese girl. So there you have, like, the main character um, type of diversity. But, Mm -hmm. like, all her friends were like i don't think any of them are white i don't know miriam her name was miriam so she gave me like ethnic yeah she seemed like arab kind of i was gonna say arab but i didn't want to say arab yeah she seemed arab to me i don't know but her name is miriam it's not an ethnic name so if either way it's not an ethnic name it is an ethnic name. She said my name is white. Sorry. So, like, all her friends were, like, um, different ethnicities. Like, we got Korean, we had um, South Asian, and then we had, like, Miriam. Because <laughs> I don't know what Miriam is. And I'm just thinking of the background characters as well. Like, it would just felt so nice. It literally, to me, watching it, because we, we had that Sikh man, mm-hmm. um, who was the security, the security guard. guard at the school. Oh, loved him. He had, he had the thug and everything. Yeah. He was looking more buggies as his turban that the Sikh man wear. He had the turban on. He had on. the turban on and everything. And there was another scene as well, where there was another Indian family, um, just kind of around the town. Yep. And my favourite, the girl in the hijab. I am pissed that they used the same girl in the hijab the entire time. Oh. <laughs> in every scene, it was the same girl. 
But I appreciate the effort because, like, I don't think I've actually, like, I don't, I don't think I can say that I've ever seen a an hijabi. hijabi girl in a um, cartoon. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. I was like... <gasps> this is the future of, like, movies. Hopefully, this is the future of movies. And do you know what? It really, it really, like, kind of clocked in my head why it actually is important mm-hmm. to, like, see the diversity of mm-hmm. it all, like, even in the background. Mm-hmm. I say even in the background, but, like, we do want it at the forefront as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, like for the um, hijabi and the Sikh man, you know what I mean? Like, it, it really felt that I, as if I was in London. Like, I say London because it's multicultural. It's the most yeah. multicultural... Yeah. Um, boy? place in in UK, like say like London or Manchester. If you go there, you're not just seeing white people. No, like it's not everyone. gonna happen. And like for, as someone growing up in that, you need or not even that. Like say if you're from I don't know Portsmouth, mm-hmm. yeah, it, like a really white area oh, in London, <laughs> exactly, or a really a really white area, right? And then you see. You're watching this cartoon, you're a kid, and you're seeing all these different people. It's good, you know, and you're curious. And, like, because you've seen them, you won't disrespect them. Like, oh, I've seen this hijabi person wearing I think it's also, if a hijabi saw the hijabi person, it's also that as well. Because when you don't see yourself, you kind of just think, okay, that's, like, the stereotype. And that's, like, kind of, like, the world we live in. It kind of reinforces the idea of, like we're not meant to actually be here, like, it's a white world or mm-hmm, whatever. At least, mm-hmm. personally, that's how I feel sometimes. And, like, I would think to myself, oh, why do all the white girls have such nice, like, silky hair? Why is my hair always so puffy? Obviously, I didn't realise that my hair's actually curly and take care of it. Yeah. But, you know, just, like, things like that. It's, like, little things. Like, it will just feel like, why can't I be like them, mm. you know? And I think it's also, um similarly to what you're saying, I think it's also, like... I just it just made me think of like your Barbie, how Barbie's changed. Well, there's like a Barbie in a wheelchair, and there's like a black Barbie, and there's like a yeah. plus size Barbie. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Barbie's known for how she is, but they're really trying to show that, like, you know, like I don't know, if I was a kid, I wanted to become an Asian doll, you know, not just like a white doll, like yeah. all the white dolls exactly, that I had. Exactly. You wasn't into dolls, but you would have a black doll, wouldn't you? Exactly. You wouldn't go into a store and be like, I want a white doll because you're not white. Exactly. Like, so. you is you need to see yourself. Exactly. You do. Because I feel like when you don't see yourself, then it, like I just said, like, it just shows that how no one cares about you. And how out of place you Because if you see you yourself, are. then it's like, oh, people know exactly. who we are. We exactly. know we exist. Yeah. It, and it's just like how you feel, you're going to feel really out of place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I was thinking of it originally about from the perspective of like, the majority here in the UK being white people and they need to you know they need to see others so they won't be disrespectful well but like from our standpoint from us that the fact that we need to see ourselves Mm -hmm. so we don't feel like we don't belong out of place you know what I mean like chill should we get back to the movie bit basics (laughs) it's just basics love me and Leah can talk about anything and everything like I just really love this film so another thing um Oh, <laughs> oh wait! You forgot about the guy with the diabetes patch as well. Oh yeah, there was a girl. I didn't notice it. Someone on Twitter noticed it. Okay, but it was in the background, like a very background. Like I, like I really didn't see it. But um, a girl in because we're talking about inclusivity. So yeah, the in in a bathroom scene, they were they, they were just a girl with the a diabetes patch, basically. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. In turning <laughs> <red>. <laughs> yeah, there was a girl with a diabetes patch, and then the, some person on Twitter was like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" But you should have 
Like, they should have been in the scene longer, so you saw it. Like, it was in the background. But... If she was in the bathroom, she could have just been changing it. Like, even just that, you know, like, changing up, putting a new patch on. Yeah, 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 exactly. I've never thought bathroom's hygienic for that, but... (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to specifically as well talk about... So, I've written down here the issue of speaking... Of speaking? Wow. (sighs) Of speaking. The issue of seeking for your parents' approval. I think, like... I feel like, obviously, most... any Almost anyone can relate to it if you... Uh, very much seek for your parents' approval. Yeah. But this is very specific for ethnic people. Like, it's very specific for black, Asians, like, uh, our, anyone's, I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like it's just on another level that white people won't really kind of... They won't grasp. really grasp it. You know what I mean? No, they won't. Even, like, when I would talk to, like, the few white friends that I had... Um, and I would like kind of talk about if we're talking about like family issues like they would just say things that I just kind of felt like well you're not really understanding or like you just don't understand like the way we are with our families that they were like if they just say things like oh just just talk to your mum tell her how you feel I'm Mm. like I'm like I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. Feelings are not allowed. Um, but even if I did. Like, she ain't gonna listen to me. She like, ain't gonna listen. You know what I mean? It's it's like, um... It's like when we first, um, came out, right? Um, and then, um, I told my friends, and they were like, have you told your parents? I was like, no, because, like, I don't know how they're gonna act like their ethnic parents, first of all. Mm. Um, and second of all, like, I just don't know. And they were like, oh, but they love you, so you're gonna be fine. They'll be fine. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. You really want to just sit there and lie to me? <laughs> Like, you really, you really want to sit there and see my life go to pieces. Oh, like, mm-mm. Basically. I'm, but I don't mean this in, like, a rude way to, like, white people. Sometimes, I'm just saying... Sometimes it is a rude way because they actually just don't understand. They just want to keep being like, what do you mean to mom? No, but I mean... In They're the, just saying white people that swear at their parents. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean in, in the sense that um, as we are who we are, like, watching it, we're, we're two ethnic people, you know, black and Asian... We're watching this and we're like, we totally get it. Yeah. If if you get what I mean. Like this, so the whole movie, what's the main character's name? I don't even remember. Jeez, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> the main character, you know. Um, I only remember Miriam. <laughs> oh, and Priya. Was it Priya? I don't know. Um, yeah, and the the whole movie, she she's like, the main character wants her mum's approval. Wasn't it like Lay? I'm just being rude. Maybe I swear it was like something with the L. It might have started. It might have started. Anyways, yeah. So she's she seeks for her parents' approval, right? And like, it was on. You know, because she's she's a little Chinese girl. And when she goes home, she has a bunch of chores to do. Even though she's thirteen, she basically she, there was a little joke where she's like. She basically like alluded to that she basically lives like the life of an adult, and it's funny because she's like yeah, a May child. May that was it. May May, that's not an L. Tall. <laughs> May May, May May, oh cutie, May May. Um, but it's just like, it really is just like oh, I totally get it. Like I get it, and and that actually kind of brings me to a comment that I found of someone who didn't like this movie i found a few of those as well oh but before i say that it reminds me because i actually um did want to say it i think this is also a good film for parents to watch oh yeah because when i speak of parents like seeking for parents approval i'm attacking parents as well oh yeah because because the thing is we're not I feel like people think that we're like, oh, our parents don't understand. They're like, oh, like, you know, it's very, like, inconsiderate. But personally, at least, I can speak for myself. I understand that the way that 
at least my parents' eyes because of the way they were brought up by their parents. Yeah. Who were brought up by their parents. Yeah. So my parents also have generational trauma. Yeah, exactly. But they don't they know don't how know to it. handle it. <laughs> they don't, they don't know it. They're not aware of it. <laughs> they don't want to fix it. They don't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. And we are just a generation that has just kind of become more aware of it. Yeah, pretty right? much. Right? So because we are, we can see like, oh, like that's why you like that. Yeah. Um. So when we say like, oh, parents need to watch this, it's because... You know, they need to kind of have that light bulb moment because we can only say so much, but they're still so stubborn and they won't listen to us. That is literally the one thing like we both said about both of these movies, Encanto and Turning Red, because I'm... Oh, just, just you wait for Encanto. Those are songs. Yeah, because I literally, like, I was, I was literally, like, watching and I'm like, I wish my mum could see this so she can understand what it's like to feel like a kid and constantly seek for your parents' approval, when really, you should just be being a kid. Exactly. Or, not even that, like, because things that happen to you as a kid, they, they stay with you. Yeah. If you're seeking for your parents' approval so much, look, it's not bad to do that as a child. You want to impress exactly. your parents, that's fine. But to the point where it's, like, detrimental almost, and you're no. living only for them, Yeah. that carries on until 20s, 30s, 40s, you know what I mean? Yeah. And parents need to see it, so they can cut that shit out. They need to cut it out. You need to cut it. Okay. So we're getting to some reviews. I've got three. Some reviews. Some reviews. Should I do should I do the bad ones first? I think I'll do the bad ones first. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, get them out of the way. Get the bad ones. I'll get it okay. Wait, I actually have a picture of one. Um if I can find it though. Here it is. If I could write you a song All right. to make you fall I... in love. This guy I I do not like this guy. Okay, I don't know who he is. Okay. Some Pixar films... I got this from a YouTube video, by the way, by Kat LeBlanc, I think her name is. Kat LeBlanc. Um, some Pixar films are made for a universal audience. Turning Red is not. The target audience for this one feels very specific and very narrow. If you're in it, this might work well. I am not, so this was exhausted. exhausting. That just seems like a very racist comment. That is the first thing my mind went to. Were they white? Uh, the, their profile picture was white, yeah. Well, there you go, in it. I mean, yeah, that's why I picked it. But what, what, explain what do you mean? It seemed racist. So, just because, so how do you think we felt all these years? Yes, that's exactly what, like, I... do you know what I mean? Like, how the fuck did you think oh I felt these God, years? That's exactly what I, like, do you know what I wrote down in my notes? I said, um, what did I write? <laughs> This this guy sounds like he's used to seeing movies that focus on white characters with and so now that he's seen this film, mm-hmm. he's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" I know. There's one white. Character. That's like people with how the new Marvel is like a bit more um, diverse now. Yeah. And everyone was shooting on internals because there's like a deaf guy, deaf girl. There's like you know an Asian woman who's like the lead of the movie, mm. like this and the other, and they're already shitting on um something else as well. Because, like, it's going to be ethnic. And I'm just like, are you fucking dumb? Yeah. Are you dumb? Just say you're racist. <laughs> just say you're racist. But, okay, I, I, giving this man the benefit of the doubt. No. And, uh, no, no, no. And, uh, it's gone to a day and age <laughs> where I can't give benefits and doubts. Okay, no. fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, taking the racist element away from this guy. Then not, what's left? Uh, let me explain, Sorry. Man. So, like... He said, um, if you're in, if you're in the audience, the target audience, then it works for you. But like, first of all, he in the profile picture, I know in the profile picture, he seemed like a a oldish white guy, maybe thirties. Right. And I'm just like, 
then you know turning red isn't for you. Ethnic or not ethnic, turning red is for children. Like, yeah, we may be 20, but, like, you know, you're 21, I'm not. Like, you know, we we, we can still watch kids' movies and enjoy them, you know what I mean? Mm. But it's mainly for kids. You're not going to like this movie. It's about a girl going through puberty. You're not going to like it as a 30-year-old white man. And that's okay. Yeah, but he the same type of white man to be listening to, like, The Weeknd. And then I'm like, well, is that for your target audience then? Because last time I said The Weeknd isn't white. <laughs> and I also um, thought that, like, basically going on the same thing, like, it's okay that a movie wants to be for a target audience. Exactly. Like, it doesn't have to like, be for so everyone. what? Do you know what I mean? Like, anyone can still watch it. It's not like, oh, if you're not Chinese, do not even watch this movie. Yeah. If you find out you watch it, you'll be like X, Y, Z. Nothing like that's going to happen. They can target it towards something because, yeah. like, hello, there are multiple things in the world. Like, if you think about... There's, like, whole genres in the I film I was just industry. about to say that, yeah. There's Hollywood, there's Bollywood, there's... That's those other ones. Well, if you horror, no, we know there's a good majority of people that I say majority. There's a good number of people that don't like horror, so they're not gonna watch it. Exactly. But why do they keep pump, pumping out horror films? Exactly. For the target audience of the people who like horror films, like it's fine. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we got another um, a bad one. So <laughs> I don't. This one just seems stupid. Um, it's a it's a girls' movie about period, very mid one, full of stereotypes and forcing diversity. Lol. I mean, you can count four different regions in the main group. Very normal, yeah. So I another don't say another racially charged. I don't even want to say another anything. racially charged. I don't even want to say anything. I want to watch you put that dumpling in your mouth. Yeah, because you're gonna go more to Chinese, aren't you? Exactly. I'm confused. Why I'm actually done with people? No, but I'm no, I'm done with listen, humans. Listen, 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 listen. I'm confused. Why the problem? I can count four different regions. Oh no, you can count four different groups of people. Like, how dare they all be together? Does this person not go outside? I'm confused. Okay, and now I'm. I'm confused. I mean, I have, I have one more. I have one more, and it's a good one. It's a good one, don't worry. Mm-hmm. And we can leave it here because... Mwah. Um, the music. Okay, we can leave it there. No, we can leave it here. No, we can leave my section here. Is what I'm saying. We're not going to do the music for your section as well. Oh, yeah, or yeah. Or do you want to go section by section? No, we'll do music. No, I'm Exactly. Just, this movie could be a very useful tool for parents. Huh, funny that. To help their children understand themselves and the world rather than shield them from it and leave their kids to struggle alone. The themes of family and self-assurance are so, so important. Yeah. And this was facts. They spat. They spat? They spat. They spat. Facts. They spat facts. All right. That's literally like the thought that I was having earlier. I had random thoughts in my head, guys. But um, Everyone I does. was literally thinking, all right. I was literally thinking about how... Um, because I was, I can't remember what it was that triggered it, right? But it's like the whole, like, it kind of comes up what you just said about how, like, when parents are like, oh, oh, it was, we were watching on my block and, and the and the mother was like, you're 14, what do you have to be sad about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And that really, like, rubbed me the wrong way because just because he's 14, like, in mm-hmm. the same breath of, like, you've been 14 once before, yeah. you know that, yeah. like, even the smallest things feel like at the end of the world. Yeah, A, exactly. B, you are literally going through puberty, like, your emotions are heightened at the most in your life, exactly. right? And I feel like sometimes... When children, are, when children, when teenagers are telling you things and they're telling you, oh, I just feel this way, I just feel that way, it takes two seconds to be like, 
well, why do you feel that way? Or like, well, let's talk about it if they want to talk about it. I'd rather, like, imagine if you did that for all the children. Maybe you could stop them going to depression. Maybe they wouldn't have as much anxiety as they would nowadays and the fucking mental issues that we have in our generation because we're so fucked up. Maybe if you, instead of you just saying, oh, what do you know when you start paying bills, da, 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 when you got a house, da, 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 when yeah. you get a family, yeah. da, da, da. like, okay, but that doesn't disregard the fact that they have emotions. Like, if you, you know? take, you know, Monte's dad when she was upset and crying and stuff, and he yeah. was like, because um, she was like, oh, it's probably stupid. He's, he's like, no, nothing's stupid if it's making you cry. Exactly. And that is literally word for word the perfect exactly. response to your child's emotions. Like, obviously it's stupid because you're paying bills and you're an adult. Yeah. And, and you're doing They've adult got to understand shit. the responsibilities of you when you're 15 and when you're 35 are very different, my friend. Yeah. But, like, either way, like. A 35-year-old is still going to cry. And so is a 15-year-old. Exactly. And so are men. <laughs> and so are men. As well guys, as women. Men, is okay to cry. Thank you. It's okay Because to cry. my guy Caesar, he's being emotionally abused As you right can now. tell, we're watching on my blog. She hasn't seen it. I've seen it. And uh, we haven't seen season four, so that's why I'm re-watching it before. Yeah, we're season three, though. I was we're so through. close. It's, okay. You want to talk about Full Town? Then we get into... <gasps> oh my god four town first of all can you believe so four town is a boy group in the it's film it's the boy group that's in the film yeah there's i'll tell you the, I'll tell you the it's people. like the main plot lines they're trying to just try to get to that concert yeah that's they're like trying the, to get to a four that's like the turning point of the movie exactly the oh my god and you know what do you know one of them films you know? when, when it's like um so like there's say there's a boy group in in the film right there's a boy group in the film but like and they have they have songs but like you don't expect them to actually be good like they'll be fine and they're just yeah they're like you know they're just like yeah yeah like whatever like whatever but like why were these glisten in your eyes does look (laughs) but like why is four town songs actually good and I'll tell you why my friend because Jordan Fisher my babe is on there. Um, well... Actually, I will marry him. No, as in, you should really credit the writers. Okay, He's just Billy a Eilish. <laughs> He's Billy Eilish and Phineas. Billy Eilish actually wrote and Phineas. Babe, so did Jordan Fisher. Jordan didn't write like, anything. He was just, just performing song. it. All right. No, I know Jordan Fisher's a writer in general. Yeah. But he but didn't sure. write for town, bro. No, but he, he must have had some... No, input. it was Billy and it was Phineas. Okay, moving on. <laughs> So, the second movie we are talking about is... Oh, first of all, go listen to that soundtrack right now. Exactly. Okay. The second movie we're talking about is... Drum roll, please. Do you want to wait for the music? Is that your drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Encanto. It's Encanto. <laughs> she pisses me off. Okay. What's the first thing you know about Encanto? Is made by Lynn. Lynn Manuel. <laughs> now, if you guys don't know about Lynn, now, exactly. Encanto, you hear the silence. This is record. Encanto is a little different because Encanto is a musical. Encanto is a musical. Because it's, it's by Lynn. By Lynn. Manuel. Lynn has also made Hamilton, Moana. He's also making Little Mermaid in 2023, guys. Yeah, look out for that. Little um, Mermaid. That's what I just said, Little Mermaid in 2023. It was very, it was very smushed together, my friend. God. Hamilton, Moana, Little Mermaid. And Viva. And Viva. When we say made, he, he made Hamilton, but... Yeah, in um, Moana, he created the original the songs. songs. Yeah. Ham, uh, Little Mermaid, um, he's in the songs again. And then in this movie, is again, he's in the songs. In Viva, though, I think he has more participation because he's the voice of one of the characters yeah, as well. Yeah, he's the voice of one of the characters. Um, 
And I think he had some sort of stuff in here. Um, okay, so I got some bullet now, points. Now, Lin-Manuel, she wants to marry Jordan Fisher. I'm marrying Lin-Manuel. Even though he's married. Really? I will be he's disciplined. Though, you know. Um, but he's a musician. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> he's not that Sorry, Miss Ukulele. Okay. That's rude. She just called my man ugly. Oh! I just said he's not the most attractive. Don't wow. talk about my man. Get your man. Get my man's name. Okay. Name out your mouth. Very attractive. Okay. Oh wait, your man's musical as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I apologize. Okay. So just some bullet points to quickly like. Oh, to catch you up. Okay. Encanto is basically again. It's a family wholesome movie. Love it. Again, parents, parents should, should watch, watch it. it. Um, again, <laughs> ethnic family. It really shows ethnic struggles, female ethnic struggles. You know, yeah. Um, I think it's to do with. It's to. This is my segment. Thank you. It's to do with. Um, I think they're in Cuba. I don't know. Um, I. It's to do with. I said it's to do with three times now. Take a shot every time I said it. Yeah, exactly. Um, basically, the grandma. She like they were running away from something, and then she got a candle, and the candle gave them like the place they live now, like the houses, the community, the house they live in. The house is magical. They can be like casita. What time is it? Or like casita, open the door, and like the door will open. You know what I mean? That's the gist of the family. And again, very similar to puberty kind of lines when you're kind of a certain age. Like, but here is when you're younger though, because they were quite young. Mm. Um, you do kind of like a a ceremony where they find out what your power is, but this is only in the madrigals, which is the main family they focus on, which is the f- the family that has like um, okay. everyone in it. You know, like Lisa, um, Isabella, uh, Mirabel, which is the girl that is centered on, um, and spoiler if you haven't watched it, skip thirty seconds. Mirabel has no power. <laughs> she didn't she didn't get um the anything from the candle her door vanished but in the end you find out that her power is to keep the family close and then her door is the door of the house she she is the glue if you take this friendship right she, she is the glue yeah, yeah yeah and that is a power yeah so few bullet points it is a multiracial latina cast by that we mean there are black latinos there are asian like as in like asian color toned latinos there are the white latinos okay we have all of them there. let me let me let me let me jump in on this okay because i shut up because i was I, I don't know i'm always happy to see um like black people represented in like latino communities and like because um, they're everywhere, yeah. Like, like Spanish speak, specifically Spanish speaking places. Because yeah, like like I said, they are everywhere. Oh God, they are everywhere. Obviously, mm-hmm. and like I feel like people just forget. Like I feel like when like, people think black, they think just African and Caribbean. Yeah, like that's just who you are. Do you know what I mean? But you have black Muslims. You have black Asians. Literally, like the south, you yeah. get the darker you get. You, you yeah, have, yeah, black Arabs. Yeah. I mean, I I say Arabs. Oh, no, anyways, um, <laughs> like literally, if you. I say the Caribbean as well. If you go to the Caribbean, there are Spanish-speaking, um, like Puerto Rico Caribbean. Um, oh, that's one. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's Spanish-speaking country. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's black people everywhere. Is what All I'm right, saying. Thank you to the writers of Encanto. God dang. Speaking of writers, good segue. Um, apparently, the team behind the film were oh shit. What? All right. This was a little review. Sorry. Um. So it was a multiracial Latino cast, um, and also like the actual actors who played each, um, 
character actor that's it character they were all as well latina because you know there's some like ethnic like movies like again my fave princess and the frog y'all know (laughs) that the actual uh uh speakers i'm pretty sure were all white what was the other movie we were watching we're watching a movie and they were all white the voice actors but it was i can't remember but it was an ethnic movie and i was just like all right um so this was from a review we're gonna get straight into it um, this person said that they found themselves having trouble connecting to the Colombian experience being portrayed on the screen through the movie. And the reason oh, they cool. said that they said that is apparently the team behind the film were not Colombian. Okay. So I'm assuming that means the actual team that was creating the movie, because if the cast themselves are Latino, mm. because they have to speak in like Spanish and, you know, they have to sing the songs and stuff, then the actual team themselves were not from Colombia. And I think that's really important because if you have a diverse team, you're going to get the diverse results that you want to get. That's really interesting that you say that because as a person, I'm not Colombian. As a person. You're not, uh, as a person. <laughs> I'm not Colombian. Like, we're not Colombian, right? No, no. So to me, looking at Encanto, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much culture. I love Because this, that's you know what, what I mean? we're getting. Exactly. Because I don't know any better. Like, I don't know uh, Colombian culture. Mm-mm. But as this person just says, as a Colombian, he, like, that person can sense what isn't there, what what is off and like what exactly it's like how like if you was to go to like an indian restaurant you could be like okay this isn't true vindaloo is, <laughs> vindaloo does not exist do not walk into my house and ask for vindaloo i will give you a slap that's what vindaloo is exactly so basically that entire thing that just happened this guy did it as well <laughs> <laughs> however the movie got 91 percent on rotten tomatoes oh turning red got so. 94 so how about that <laughs> okay <laughs> now that's kind of all i had in the segment i wanted to ask you my segment has questions exactly oh my god i wanted to ask you how did you find the movie short and concise please <laughs> Because we're look at the time exactly. You cut yourself off. You didn't realize. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, I I had multiple. I okay. I have a soft spot for my husband. Name my mom Miranda. I have a soft spot for him. So whenever he produces a movie, um, it's not like I can think straight. (laughs) So so, (laughs) I kind of automatically like it. You know, like so. Okay, but just the movie itself. When you was actually watching it in the first time, how did you feel? The first time I was loving it, I was. It was amazing. I liked the culture of it. It yeah. may not be completely Colombian, as this man has said, but I really like the cult. Oh, sorry, as this guy. Gyal. <laughs> <laughs> I call everyone guy. As Gyal just said, Thank right? you, Gyal. Um, what I really liked, as I said, the the black people that were in it. Mm-hmm. Um like the latino black people i liked that and um to be honest the storyline was really nice and i think the end Mm -hmm. was very good i did have to watch it the second time to kind of grasp the end because it's like yeah what's her name mirabelle brought everyone together but like i was like so what's her power you know i was still confused i was still like what's her power of course you were oh shush man (laughs) i'm slow okay i'm slow Cool. Um, it was a so, great film. Onto the music section. Mm-mm. So this soundtrack is uh, beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's so we beautiful. have Welcome to the Family Madrigal. Yeah. We have Waiting on a Miracle. We have Tip 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 Dum Dum Dum. 
Oh yeah, surface, surface pressure. pressure. Surface pressure. You don't talk about bro. No. The most no, popular no, one. No. And what else can I do? What Dos agoritas and hola casita. Hola casita. And then I think there's one more. Oh, Colombia, Me Encanto, which is the last song that plays when the movie is finished. Me Encanto! Yes! Me Encanto! <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so, from this soundtrack, I want to talk about Surface Pressure. She, she has, I'm guessing you have a lot to say. <laughs> I just jumped in. All I want to say is that it's a bop. It's a gay anthem. I say gay anthem because, yeah, it gives me gay vibes in the sense of, like, um... You know, just oh. feminism and everything, and gay stands for everything. So, like, LGBT, yeah, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, I think parents, in fact, like, need to listen yep. to that. When we yep. were listening to it for the first time, and I was, like, as the older females in both of our families, both me and Leah are the first-born daughters, <laughs> yeah, um, we could really relate. Yeah. And I was, like, this is exactly how I need my mum to just sit here. Yeah. And watch this song. And I just want to look at her and be, like, ditto. <laughs> you know, like, ditto. You see, this same Z's. But, like, we just spoke about, they're not going to get it. They're not. So. It literally, oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> Surface pressure and then the whole of Turning Red movie. It's yeah. just perfect. But the, um, I wanted to just talk about the soundtrack in general. It was so nice. And I feel like, so Dos Ogoritas is obviously a song in Spanish that he created. And apparently it's to do with a, I could be wrong here, but apparently it's to do with a, it's either a like, um, like a nursery, like rhyme or nursery story, like for people in, um, Spanish speaking countries, or it's just to do with like a known like story or like, what's the word? Like, I, I, I do Idiomism, I think. Like a, like a saying, yeah, yeah, like idiom. That's what it is, right? I, I think. So. Like a saying. Um, but anyways, because he was on this, um, he was on the Kelly Kelly Clarkson show, and I watched his like little segment bit, and, um, yeah, he said he he thought it was really important to have an actual song that's obviously in Spanish within like a Spanish speaking movie, and oh yeah, it was just a really nice song. Did you forget what the song was or something? Oh, no. no. Um, and it's just a really nice song, and I just think the soundtrack overall like. No song was like, you know how some soundtracks in animation movies, there's always like the one song that's like a really good song, and the rest of them are kind of just like yeah. You can tell they're like for soundtrack or for background. Yeah. But again, this was a musical, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. So each was song wasn't just like in the back of a scene. It was they were singing. There was like colors. They were dancing. There was like everything going on. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So I think that's also what amped it up a little bit more is you could visually see the song as well and like. Um, Lynn was speaking about in another interview is how the way he created the songs and the way he created like kind of like the music and the tempos because with animation like for example if there's like a song if there's like a word with three syllables they can create the animation to be from three different angles for each syllable do you know yeah. what I mean like the satisfactory angle the analyst, he was like, yeah, that was really yeah like, nice. he was like that I could he could do that um but yeah that's, I think, the most I want to talk about. I mean, that. I really wanted to... I wanted to... to ask you what your favourite song was off the soundtrack. Oh, oh, wait. Before... My favourite song? Yeah. Oh, I mean... It's between Surface Pressure and... We don't talk about Bruno. I think mine is Surface Pressure. Uh, we can talk about it. Bruno. is really good and it was really popular. Um, But personally... Surface Pressure just speaks surface to me. Surface Pressure, yeah. It just is personal. Surface Pressure. I, I, for Surface Pressure, I got the lyrics up because there's one lyrics that I wanted to... And I think it's... Yeah, I think it's also kind of nice knowing that he, as a, as a male... 
um if that's what he identifies as as a male um Who? alin oh. um he was kind of able to write that song because obviously he's come from an ethnic household so to just to know that we are seen yeah but he's again, talented bro he yeah, can write but, anything yeah but again just to know that we are seen like yeah. in the sense of like um well, i don't want to just limit it to like firstborn daughters it could be you know any children any, yeah, in anybody, ethnic families yeah. but like firstborn daughters know what's up um but yeah no, I wanted to this one lyric here that I like. So it's, it says, uh, watch as she buckles and bends but never breaks. Mm-hmm. That lyric, every time it comes up, like, because it, it feels so, like, it's just quite sad, that lyric, really. You, yeah. like, because I understand, like, it feels like you can never break, but you can buckle, you can bend, you can, you know, you, you, know can, what I mean? you can slip, you can become fall, origami. But you're, like... <laughs> you can become origami, you can but you can never origami. break. No. Like, they can never see... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By that, I mean society, the world, maybe your parents, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you can't ever, like, break down or, like, in front of them and or whatever. Yeah. And that's another thing is that um, the songs, I feel like, can be kind of taken into any situation. Yeah. Not just, like, if you're in a family... Like, you just said family saying It can be taken into, like, at work. Yeah, You know, exactly. like, yeah. maybe you have, like, a boss that's, well. like, very, like, yep. whatever... And you just need to always be on it. Because yeah, there's some people... You can't do anything wrong. There's some people that you have to be on it with. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how the world works. Ugh. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, I just want to kind of get onto the powers that each family member has. So, Luisa is very strong. She's the one that's saying to have pressure. Mm-hmm. There's Isabella, um, who creates flowers everywhere. And is just is graceful. And then she learns that she can... Um, create a cactus you know which is also a plant but it's like prickly and like she has that self-discovery because she's always known to be perfect and she can't be anything else but then she's like but i can do anything and that's where the song what else can i do comes in what else um, can I do? and then camilo is a shapeshifter he becomes everyone he's just a funny little character um dolores who, who hears everything yeah she's so funny i heard that <laughs> she she's funny because she's a potty mouth not potty mouth she's a uh, gossip. gossip as well yeah the one person that hears everything is the but gossip it's, it's also really funny because for someone who hears everything she has such a quiet voice yeah it kind of like condescends each other contrast contrast compliments compliments either way so. what i'm trying to say is that it's the way she has everything but when she talks she's like hi and her little bit um in um we don't talk about bruna is yeah yeah chef's kiss then we have uh Peppa, who controls the weather. Oh, she's, she's so funny. funny. She's funny, funny. Then we have Abuela, who's obviously the keeper of the candle. She has, basically, that's what she has going for her. Oh, that, I did see a video, though, actually. So that um the Abuela and Mirabel, they're actually very similar, and that's why they clash a lot. Because if you think about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Abuela is the glue as well. Yeah, And yeah. then that's kind of, like, been passed down to Mirabel. Yeah. So her yeah. power is also Mirabel's. Yeah. She is the glue. Yeah. Um, of the family and then Antonio can talk to animals he's he's the one in the movie that it's like his ceremony so that's where they are right now yeah they start off with Mirabel she's had hers Mirabel sorry she's had hers (laughs) telescope what can I say um yeah they start off with hers and then it kind of ends like that and then you don't really know that she doesn't have any gift until in the song no well you don't know but like you can suss because the door disappears yeah 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 um but yeah then we have bruno who can see the future um listen there needs to be a hashtag say bruno because they did him dirty the man just told them if someone asks you like i don't know am i wearing pink and they say yes 
you're gonna be mad at them. You're the one wearing pink, exactly. That's how stupid it was. They'd be like, "Oh, my fish is gonna die tomorrow," and then it died tomorrow. Like he's but just it's the same you. energy as how like people if like the Grim Reaper is real, like people will be mad. Like they're mad at the messenger. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're mad at the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper didn't kill no one. But Man it was it was the way the family and the uh the abuela like kind of just like abandoned him and just let yeah. him leave. Yeah. Um. Anyways, then we have Julieta who heals with food. The mother of Mirabel. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Mirabel, who is just the glue of the family. The glue of the family. So my question was, which power would you want out of all of them? Ooh. Or if you were to do the ceremony, what do you think your power would be? What I think it would be. Because obviously we can uh, kind of assume that it's to do with something about them. Because Their personality. Prior to yeah. Antonio's one, Antonio got that gift from Mirabel, which was a toy, like, animal. Yeah, and then she's like, I yeah, know you like animals. I know you like animals, which kind of foreshadowed the fact that he yeah. could speak and talk to animals yeah. and communicate with them. And when they opened his room, it was, like, a big jungle with a waterfall and, like, mm-hmm. lion mm-hmm. and all the animals everywhere. So what do you think it would be? I think mine would be maybe... Um, this is going off Music. my personality. No, I was going to say something along the lines of how uh, Isabella one was creating flowers. I don't think I'd create flowers, but I think I would create maybe something. Like, like what? Maybe her cactuses. Maybe I'll be the opposite of her. I'm like, ooh, I create cactuses and, like, and other succulents. Yeah, and then and then one day I pop out a rose. And I'm like, oh my god, I can make a rose. I'm the opposite of Isabella. <laughs> okay, and then out of all of them, theirs, which one would you rather have? I would love to talk to animals, I think, but I don't want any of their powers. They're all rubbish, not gonna lie. Yeah. In my, I want, I want, I, kinda like I the, want time manipulation. That's what I, I kind of like Julieta's. I like healing with food because if something hurts, listen, medicine is money sometimes, you know. If I can cook something up, <laughs> yeah. Especially because it seemed like she could make things or whatever she had in the house. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. yeah you know? It's literally just her food, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also the power that I think I would have is um I feel like something to do with like clothes. I feel like maybe I'd just be a good like seamstress or um you can make things like that. Or I think I would just be like very good in something creative because I feel like I'm more of a creative You person. can make like like one like clothing and it can fit anyone. Like, and anyone put oh, it on yeah. it, it would just shake to their size. Yeah, and it would just be whatever they wanted to yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, that's your power. Oh, that's yeah. sick. That's sick. No, I think mine is definitely uh, something to do with creating as well, but more on uh, succulent, spiky yeah. side. That's kind of all my <laughs> Mine's notes. Mine's not as pretty. <laughs> that's kind of all my notes on Encanto, but, like, in general, I think that was a really big movie, and it also blew up a lot because of tiktok as well yes um did. and i don't know i personally liked both movies but do you want to end it with kind of contrasting both of them so what do you think like is the contrast between turning red and encanto obviously the main one being encanto is a musical so you can't really i mean in the sense like do you want to like which one do you think is better like which one do you prefer because I, I think know. i preferred encanto really? if i'm thinking about like first watch Type vibe like when I first watched each one, like, yeah. like you know the yeah. first watch. Um, I think I preferred Encanto because even as we were talking about it, I was just thinking in my head and like, I think it's also the way it's a musical and like we love our songs, um, and the way Encanto was, I think it was just nice, the way it was all set out, like it just kind of felt all like, I felt like I was part of the family mm-hmm. and I feel like from scene one, like, the first second 
we was in it like do you know what i mean like it was it was there i was engaged i feel like we're turning red it was a bit of like a um it was still a nice movie don't get me wrong and i really enjoyed it but it was more like i feel like light-hearted if that makes sense yeah, which is definitely. funny it's, which is funny because they were both to do with like ethnic families and fitting in and stuff but um i think Encanto holds a holds a stronger feeling of that and again i think because i um connected with that i think that's why i like Encanto more i don't know it was just from the first watch if i really compare my first um viewings of voice movies i yeah. think Encanto took me took my breath away like it was I really think nice i agree with you on the bit where from the beginning of Encanto you're really like sucked in because lynn has a very obviously because it was opening with musical almost I'm talking the first musical. It didn't open with the musical. Yeah. But from there, like, Lynn has a very good way of that first song sucking you in. Mm-hmm. Like, in Vivo, that first song was sick. Like, in um, I mean, it, like, Hamilton. It, like, puts you in a trance. You know what I mean? He's very good. Yeah, he's very good at that. So, I can see how, like, from the get-go, you're sucked in. But personally, I'm opposite, girl. Turning Red was it for me. Really? I, I enjoyed the light heartedness it's four town isn't it that's what got you well yeah <laughs> no yeah four town definitely um i know it's my guy lynn you know my hubby you know what i mean but i did like the light heartedness and for me you know i like my animations mm. the animation like if you just look at animation wise that's like your kind of animation turning red was it for me like the facial expressions that they drew and like the, the when creep, she was like the panda like the way she the was the panda was very and i love red pandas man they're so cute like they're actually <laughs> they're actually cute and then like the little korean girl how she was animated sometimes was hilarious she's so funnily animated because she's like really strange so like for me it has to be turned red for the animation and the lightheartedness like yeah. and kind of got quite sad and, and annoying i can't like specifically for mirabelle like when she wasn't believed because she was like the casita is dying and no one believed her and i they... think that's why i resonate with it though because i can really that may... no that just made me pissed it made me pissed but it also i think that's what makes me to it because i kind yeah. of just feel like i am mirabelle sometimes yeah you, you know you can you can like understand it from a personal mm-hmm. so i can understand that a little bit as well but, but it makes me more mad i think I would watch Turning Red more times than Encanto because I feel like Encanto is something that I need to take in and simmer for a couple of days because, like I just said, it's quite heavy. Um, Even and like, as a kid's film. I know, and like you said, I think it's because we view it differently. And like yeah, you yeah. said, um, how it is a lot, you know, so like, yeah, I think... It's funny that, though. Like, imagine if we were uh, the, ta- the, the target audience, like, I don't know, 10. Is that... Ch- <laughs> You think ten year olds would watch that? I think, I think so. Eight. Eight? Okay, let's say eight. <laughs> I don't know what kids be doing these days, man. They'll be on the iPad, iPhone. <laughs> um, let's say like so say we were like viewing this as eight year olds, we'd probably we'd probably love both equally equally, to be fair. But like we'd probably like really love Encanto because like, you know, there's a lot of songs, like it's engaging, like Oh, I have a point. Yeah. We've got like a lot of food, uh, like uh, a lot of culture as well. It's it's yeah. it seems more exciting, but watching it is 20 year olds is more like okay no i relate to this like generational trauma right? yeah i relate yeah, to this and yeah. that and it's just like i also want to quickly add in that i think i like the fact that this kid's movie like if i was a kid watching it i think i really like the fact that when um abuela or abuelita i think it was abuelita, abuelita and mirabel had that kind of 
um, confessional, like when they both spoke to each other by the pond. Yeah. Um, and I believe both of them apologized to each other. So like Abuelita apologized to Mirabel and Mirabel apologized to Abuelita, which yeah. I think was really nice to see because I'm not going to lie, sometimes parents do need to apologize to their kids. Yeah. They do need to hear a sorry because mm-hmm. that's how the world works. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I like that kids nowadays who have watched it were able to see that and they yeah. can see that sometimes adults can also say sorry as well that they need to take accountability for their actions this is what i mean it's good for both uh, for parents to be watching this but not only so that they they can see how their child might be feeling and yeah. they're not going to tell them yeah. but also they can see how they can be acting better as a parent as well yeah because that's why like some of the things that people were saying about Encanto about how they didn't like that abuelita but you could tell they were white because they don't understand yeah whereas other people were like if you don't like abuelita you're not understanding yeah because exactly if that was like for example my grandma like i understand totally if, if like a third person looking in was like mm, you know and i would also feel sometimes i'd be like oh why is she doing xyz why is she never yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Blah, blah. but at the end of the day i would still love her and like, at the end of the day, she's my grandma because that's what's instilled in us. And that, I think that's what c- keeps us different to, like, Caucasian people, white people, you know what I mean? So I think, um, yeah. Not, so people yeah. didn't understand that. And, like, that's why I saw a lot of memes going around, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to gatekeep uh, Abuelita. Yeah, like, she's I, mine, saw that, like, I saw that. Yeah. No, I literally saw, like, a good couple of TikToks of people, like, calling Abuelita the villain. And, like, if you want a villain in the film, then, yes, technically she is the villain. Mm. But... If if you if you want a villain, I mean no one's a villain yeah, in that film. Yeah, I don't film. think that film needed a villain. But though. because you, yeah, like you said, like because you don't understand what she got, like Abuelita felt so much pressure. She feels pressure too, y'all. <laughs> Selfish pressure for her too. Exactly. Like, she felt so much pressure to keep the family to to be the glue exactly, of the family. Exactly. And when she finds out from Mirabel that is is cracking, she can't. She can only buckle. Exactly. She was buckling the whole film. <laughs> She can she can't break though, and it's also like she can't um, communication because people adults right they don't like to talk about their feelings exactly they need to tell me because I I'm, I think I remember if I remember this correctly I think she said that she was like oh like you know maybe I'll talk to you from now on or like something about how she'd be more open from now yeah. on and I was like yes that's it makes it hundred percent easier mm-hmm. but yeah. It's because of the what will people think mentality yep, exactly. that ethnic people have. Exactly. And it's because that's... And those people are the white people. Which rightfully so. Though, no, it's everyone, behaving. to be fair. It's everyone, but it's also how we're presented. And I feel like that comes from us being the minority. Yeah, we want to make yeah. sure we're presented the best way. Yeah, yeah. Regardless who it is. But it was the... In the film, it was anyone. Because mm. it, it was what people think. Because they were the top-notch family. You know what I mean? True. If they broke, it felt like maybe ev- the whole community broke. But they True. didn't. Because the community True. came back and built their exactly. house. Like... But she learned. so much. It's okay. Everyone learned in that and film. And that was a sneaky way to put in... About how they would help the communities, the community help them with family. Sneaky way for kids to be like, be nice to everyone because it'll come back to you. You know it's what a I good, mean? It's a solid. It's a film. overall. It has every aspect you can think of. It covers everything. It's a very much a future of the new um, animations. I really hope so. That's I how really hope so. Me too. I really hope so. I'm so much as you waiting for your um black one. I want an Indian one, <laughs> and not just not just not just putting in a couple of people who are brown. I want Punjabi. You know, I want Pakistani. You know, I want my I want my South Indians. I want my Tamil people. I, mm, yeah, maybe I should be an animator. Exactly. We're both waiting. We're both waiting. Yeah. And we're anyway. cutting it short. Yes. We're both we're... waiting and we're cutting it short. <laughs> okay, well, that was our...
reviews. <laughs> that was our reviews. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks guys. for listening. It's, it's been, been chips and good. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.